This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 3rd of August. Flux fam, we had an absolute ball at Splendour in the Grass Mm -hmm. last week, including speaking to a whole range of people, a bit of sober action, definitely a bit of non-sober action, (laughs) and we quizzed a lot of people about money. We actually gave away 20 bucks to those who could answer three questions correctly. Now, it's all on our TikTok and our Instagram, so head to flux.finance to check it all out. Listen to this one. The volume of sales for commercial property is at its lowest rate in over a decade. There was only $7 billion worth of assets sold in the second quarter of this year, the lowest since the GFC. Three ground-swelling stories today, Jazzy boy. Let's do it. For our first, Rio Tinto says that China has pretty much maxed out on its steel production, so now it needs to find new buyers for iron ore. Ah, uh, Rio Tinto been too loyal, mm. I think. So what is happening here? Well, Jazzy boy, Rio Tinto is one of the world's biggest mining companies. They mine iron ore, copper, and diamonds. And Brett, they've been digging around the bush since 1873. Interestingly, Jazzy Boy, Rio Tinto is a dual-listed company. They're publicly listed in Australia on the ASX, and they're also listed in the UK on the London Stock Exchange. But B-Man, Rio reckons that steel production has reached its saturation point in China, so less steel production means less iron ore demand. And with lower demand, Rio Tinto is playing the field and looking to sell to companies in other countries across Asia. Looks like Rio Tinto is trying to get an early jump on their next major iron ore customer because the demand is seriously drying out from China. Fascinating stuff, really. So what is the key learning here? Relying too heavily on one market or one customer can be risky business. Let me hit you with a cold, hard stat. At the moment, about 54% of Rio Tinto's revenue comes from one country, one nation. I'm talking China. So any major shock to China's economy is going to shock Rio Tinto too. And that's why they're looking to diversify their customer base before this softer demand becomes a problem for them. And B-Man, they're not alone. Back in 2020, China, which accounts for 40% of Australian wine exports, they were imposed with some major tariffs on Aussie wine. Penfold has whacked. Its annual profits dropped by more than 30%. So, if Rio Tinto wants to learn from its alcoholic cousin, then the lesson is it needs to get some diversification going before it is too late. For our second story, Birkenstock is riding the Barbie wave as it prepares to IPO as soon as September at the value of more than 12 billion buckaroonies. Nothing like Barbie to give your brand a massive nah. boost. <laughs> kind of weird that Barbie hasn't got around the Flux app, to be honest. So tell me more. All right, B-Man, this is wild. The Birkenstock brand was actually founded back in 1774 in Germany. We're talking before the first settlements in Australia and before <laughs> the US Constitution. And Jazzy Boy, for a long time, Birkenstocks was considered a great shoe for comfort, but not really for style. Get this, B-Man. They were called everything from Geekenstocks to <laughs> Flintstone feet. And of course, Jesus Sandal. That's my personal favourite. But Brett, by 2013, Birkenstocks began popping up on fashion runways in Paris, in London, and becoming a big hit. In 2021, LVMH, the owner of Louis Vuitton, acquired Birkenstock. And now, not only are these sandals worn by celebs, but they even featured in an iconic scene in the Barbie movie. Next minute, LVMH is preparing to IPO Birkenstock for an estimated 12 billion bucks to ride this wave. Because not only are Birkenstocks comfortable, but now they're cool too. Very suave, Jazzy Boy. So what is the key learning here? In the fashion world, everything old is new again. You see, fashion trends are very cyclical. So brands Mm -hmm. with a rich history can experience a resurgence by just slightly reinventing their image or their products. And Birkenstock has done just that. We've seen celebrities like Margot Robbie or Gigi Mm -hmm. Hadid or Kendall Jenner all rock Birks. Throw on top of that, the Birks had a serious moment in the bar movie and the demand for Berkies have skyrocketed. In fact, post Barbie movie, searches for Birkenstock sandals for women have risen 346%. Wow. So it seems like a good
good time for LVMH to palm off Birkenstock to the public markets. They could even double their money in just two short years. For our third and final story, TPG Telecom, the major telco and IT company, they've received a $6.3 billion bid to sell some of their fiber assets. Uh, Nothing like the sale of infrastructure assets to get you falling asleep, (laughs) B-Man. So please tell me more and make it funny. So a bit of background here. TPG Telecom is the name of the newish merger that happened between Vodafone and Mm -hmm. TPG, and that was in 2020. TPG actually stands for Total Peripherals Group. Very sexy name, but I'm falling asleep, Jazzy boy. Now get this. At the end of December last year, TPG Telecom was carrying $3.6 billion in net debt. So to cut that down, they decided to sell $950 bucks of mobile towers and other infrastructure. And now they've been offered a whopping $6.3 billion to sell some of their fiber networks to Vocus. And Brett, this asset divestiture would clean out its major debts in a pretty major way. Very cleansing, Jazzy Boy. So what is the key learning here? Asset divestiture (laughs) is when a company sells its assets and often these assets are either underperforming or non-core to the business. You see, not only have these assets become non-core to TPG Telecom, but they also Mm -hmm. have a heap of ongoing cost. Yep, by holding on to them, TPG needs to continue investing in network infrastructure. So TPG may be thinking that the best way to lighten the load is to sell assets. Particularly at a time when and all that infrastructure is in hot demand from private buyers around the world. And Brett, clearly investors were excited by this because TPG's share price jumped to its highest price in over a year. Fluxfam, if you want to see whether you would have won 20 bucks at Splendor in the Grass with our three business or finance questions, there's one thing you've got to do. Find Flux.finance on either TikTok or on Instagram. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.